Welcome back, Workplace Warriors. In talking with all sorts of small business owners, I've heard this question a few hundred times. And the question is, when am I going to be able to find the people I need to work in my business? Today, we're talking about how you and I are the answer to this question. This is the Underdog Workplace Edge, where small businesses wield their size to win big. Here's your host, Aaron Colbert. As I think about this problem we're facing in our society today, I'm reminded of a situation my husband and I faced with our dog years ago. I had been taking my dog for walks around a nearby pond for a while, and that pond was home to a lot of geese. Now, when I took her, I kept her on a leash. But one day my husband came along for the walk and he didn't want her to be stuck on a leash. Now, I had a bad feeling about this and I shared my concern with him but he felt sure she would be okay. So I decided to go along with the idea. He unhooked her collar from the leash. And the next thing you know, our Australian shepherd mutt was running all over the place, herding the geese all the way into the pond. She didn't let the pond stop her from herding. She was swimming and rounding up those geese over and over and over. We tried everything to get her out of the pond. We called her with all of her favorite words. We offered her all of her favorite treats, but it was as if we didn't exist. She was locked onto what she wanted, and there was no hope in getting her attention. About 40 minutes later, my husband and I looked at each other, and he said what we were both thinking. He said, we're going to have to go in after her and get her. (sighs) Now, the pond was deep enough that it would require swimming, not just wading. Both of us looked at the brown, mucky, murky water, and then he looked at me and said, you're the one who does those mini triathlons. You're a better swimmer. I was so agitated, as you can imagine, but I went ahead. I took off my socks and shoes, and I was wearing a t-shirt and jeans, and I went into the water. (laughs) It was so gross. As soon as I went in, I felt all the goose poop between my toes. It was so nasty. I was later informed by the security guard who was watching this very comical event unfold before his eyes. Uh, I was informed by him that each goose produces about eight pounds of poop a day. (laughs) I still haven't recovered from that thought. Anyhow, I went in, I got a hold of her, grabbed her collar and pulled her out of the water. As soon as her feet touched the ground, she fell over in exhaustion. She was just going to keep hurting those geese until her body gave out. That was her instinct kicking in. We couldn't override that. Now, we know that in our society today, there are so many people who have either never worked before or have never enjoyed work or have always just barely made it through work. And they're following their instincts to do what they want to do. If they haven't had to work, they're avoiding it like the plague. If they haven't wanted to work because it's been a a very awful experience for them, then they just do the bare minimum to scrape by. So many of them will just collect the check from doing training with a company and then stop showing up. They're just afraid of working hard. Um, But a lot of them haven't developed any good working skills and they haven't connected work to purpose. The problem is we have a lot of people out there who don't know how to be employees. Now, I've heard all sorts of crazy stories about moms coming into interviews 
and helping younger workers fill out their paperwork when they come on their first day. I don't know about you, but work was very much a part of my life from a young age. As soon as I was old enough, I was working at the age of 15, and I had some less than glorious jobs. But I always considered work to be very honorable, regardless of the job. I cleaned fast food bathrooms and dining rooms for $3.35 an hour. I washed dishes in a college dining hall. I waited tables. I delivered pizzas. I worked in an unair conditioned warehouse in the hot, humid heat of the summer in the South for a few summers. But you know what I discovered in these really tough jobs? I learned what I was made of. It was good for me. Now, I think about these young people and how they must look at people who do really hard jobs and how they must just think they can't do it or they're frightened of that hard work that they see other people do. I even heard a young person say to an older person, he was probably in his 70s, and they say, oh, your generation is just tougher than we are. (laughs) What a sad comment. I personally think that we have completely overlooked teaching citizens about responsibility. But the purpose of today's episode is not about how we got here. It's about what happens next. These young people just don't know how to work. And while that may be the situation right now, it is changeable. This is officially our collective problem. A large section of our population lacks desire confidence and understanding about work. They don't know that work is not just necessary to pay the bills. It's necessary for society. It's not just gratifying to get paid. It's gratifying to provide a product or service that benefits others. And it's not just about being able to do something to get paid. It's about fulfilling a purpose for which you were made. Without working, It's no wonder so many people are depressed and filled with anxiety and restless, easily distracted by a video or a meme or social media. Just like I had to go in after my dog in the dog pond, this is our workforce and it's up to us, you and me, to go get them. So here's the great news for those of you who are saying you want to be part of the solution today. As the leader of a team, as the leader of a nonprofit organization, or a small business owner, you have an edge over the big corporations in this venture. If you're willing to hire someone for potential, and if you're willing to train them how to be a great employee, you have an edge. First, let me clarify what I mean by training them to be a great employee. I'm not talking about training them on how to just do their job. That's very necessary. But what we need to do above and beyond that is train people what purposeful employment is all about, what purposeful work is all about, how to be part of a team, how to be part of a company. If you're willing to invest in new employees, let me tell you, you will change their lives for the better. And you'll have a positive ripple effect on your community, the next generation, and possibly the country. And here's what you can expect along the way. As you invest in people, they'll stay and be loyal to you. They'll be excited about their work in their workplace. 
They'll tell their friends and family about you and where they work. Over time, you won't have to look for employees. They'll come knocking on your door. Something else you can look forward to is that you will have greater selection from the pool of available employees, more so than the corporations looking for people. Why? Well, they're looking for people who have all of the right skills and just need to be plugged into the right place and told what to do in their company. Their desire is for immediate return on investment, and that limits their options. They're getting pre-made cookie dough to throw on a baking sheet and toss in the oven. If you're willing to hire someone for their potential and their attitude, you can make better cookies from scratch. If you're willing to take someone in a raw material form, you can develop their work ethos and shape perspectives and grow them in a way that improves their life as you gain a competitive edge for your company. In fact, I've talked and worked with some small business owners who have done this very thing and their employee turnover is much lower than other companies. They see it as their mission to find people who aren't fully qualified, but are qualified enough. Work, I believe, was given to us as a way to serve others. I believe God gave it to us as a way to enjoy him and enjoy others as well. Work has been turned into a four-letter word unnecessarily. When we approach it truthfully, it's full of wonderful, enjoyable purpose. So how do you train people to be great employees? It takes a lot of intention up front when you first hire them in their first few days and their first few weeks. As you onboard them and bring them on board your team, as you help them jump onto the moving train known as your workplace, you need to help them in several key areas. First, they need to connect with you and with others as much as possible. They also need to connect with your company. So connection is key. It's the top priority in the first few days. Everything else is secondary to it. Connection is also a two-way situation. So it means you have to listen and get to know them. Once you get going on connection, then you need to clarify their role and their company's purpose um, so that the expectations are crystal clear. But I tell you what I typically see is employers will tell new employees about this. That's not clarifying. You have to hear what somebody's already thinking in order to know how to clarify it for them. So make sure that listening is part of clarifying as well. And then the next step in the process is to build their confidence by following through until they are firmly planted in their role. No one wants to flounder and wonder if they're doing something correctly or not, right? Everyone needs to know if they're doing a good job or if they're doing a job well. Now, some of you have tools and systems in place to make all of this happen very easily in your business. Fantastic. But if you don't, well, that's where I come in. I provide tools, resources, training and coaching to small businesses so that they can keep and grow great employees. I do it in a very bite sized practical way because I don't like fluff myself. So I don't make fluff. I'm all about getting work done as you learn. I'm all about on the job training and doing learning is doing. So if you want to go from trial and error with new employees to never worrying about losing great people in your business again, I've got a 21 day solution for you. I will help you implement 
a new employee program to keep and grow employees who treat your business the way you do. At the end of the program, you'll have a working schedule for a new employee's first week. You'll also have a documented training program for at least one role, probably several roles. And you'll have a series of activities that lift the performance of your new and existing teams in the areas of problem solving and decision making. So registration is now open for the next live online 21 day course. And yes, I said live. That means you're not going to watch a bunch of videos and have some tools thrown your way and figure out how to do all of that. Nope, you and I are going to do it together real time, just online. So I want to walk you through this, you'll end with a finished product that you are using in your business. Go to worksmartlovepeople.com forward slash 21 days to register. That's worksmartlovepeople.com forward slash 21 days. And if you're driving, I've got you, I will put it in the episode notes. So you can click on that link. Now that we've talked about going in after the workforce, what will you do? Are you going to turn the other way and say, oh, that's not my problem? Or are you going to ask what I hear others asking? When is this going to get better? Or are you going to make it your mission to be part of the solution to grow new employees and improve your business in the process? It's high time we stop looking for change and start taking matters into our own hands. If we don't go after this workforce, who will? Like many of you, I've been down this road before. I led a corporate team to extraordinary results during the worst years of 2007 and 2008. And my workplace warrior friends, it's time to do it again. We're in another tough spot. So you and I must go after our young friends who don't know how great work can be. And if you rise to that challenge of connecting, clarifying, and building the confidence of new workers in your business, you will most certainly reap the benefits as you make a difference. So until next time, remember, work smart and love people to sharpen that workplace edge. Chief Underdog, out. Greetings, workplace warrior friends. I want to connect with you. And connection is a two-way street. Feel free to leave a podcast review. I greatly appreciate that. I would love to hear what you have to say. And if you want to be first to know what's coming next for the Underdog Workplace Edge community, head over to worksmartlovepeople.com to sign up for email updates. That's worksmartlovepeople.com. And you'll see how you can sign up for email updates.